Good morning, good morning. Good morning, everybody. Hope you're all well. James, good morning, mate. Click on the click on the chat this morning there. Rodney, Alison, good to see you guys. Hope you got a nice cuppa there, Dino and Margaret. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat. Thursday, terrific Thursday, thankful Thursday. Hey, morning, Brad. How are you, mate? Sean, Jay, good to see all of you guys. Christina and Karen, thanks for jumping on, uh, as always. Fantastic to be here with you guys for another Wealth Coffee Chat, 12th of August, wherever you are. Hopefully you're well. Um, quick intros for those who may not know me. Jason Witten's my name. Been property investing over 20 years and uh, coaching property investors across Australia and New Zealand. Since 2003, uh, along the way, done a few deals, learned a few things, and each morning around about 8.05, so it seems to be about the number, gang, doesn't it? About 8.05. <laughs> uh, we get together and we share a little bit of wisdom, some ideas, whatever that might be when it comes to property investing and uh, staying on track. Like I always say, this thing's a marathon, not a sprint, and it's going to take some time and effort to do the do. So good morning, uh, Karen and James Murray and uh, uh, Alexis. Nick, mate, 10 days straight. That's hardcore. Hopefully you got some coin in the bank, mate. Good for servicing. Morning, Deanne. How are you? Thanks for dialing in, team. Great to have all of you guys here. This morning I wanted to talk about uh, a, thing called I call, a thing that I call the risk zone. And... Um, I'm a firm believer that success without understanding makes you stupid. One of my big um, concerns right now for lots of people entering the property market is they're entering the property market uh, as an investor. Maybe they've been in the property market before, but most owner-occupiers never really pay attention to the facts, the, the reality of owning real estate for a long time because it's not really considered an investment a home. It's considered a place to live and, you know, um, bring up a family and whatever. But my concern right now for a lot of investors team is that uh, this reward zone right now, the growth is making people stupid um, and it makes you weak. And uh, what I've seen, sadly, unfortunately, is that uh, a lot of people who enter property investing at this point in the cycle uh, are good time Charlies or they think this is what it should be like forever, okay? And um, I'm, I, look, I can tell you it won't be. It won't be, okay? It won't be all rainbows and unicorns and popcorn and lemonade, <laughs> flowers and chocolates in the game of real estate, the game of investing, the game of life. Let's face it, folks. There's cycles. Um, but I want to talk about that this morning uh, and, uh, and uh, this concept called the risk and reward zone. And what does that mean? when it comes to uh, where we're at as, as property investors. So um, let's talk about this. The risk zone and the reward zone. They should be fairly self-explanatory, you would think, when it comes to understanding what's going on, where might we be, and where might we be headed. So chuck it in the chat for me. What you guys think right now, good morning, Aaron. Uh, where do you guys think right now we might be? In the world of the the um, the market, 
should be pretty clear, you would think. Uh, and uh, most of us, oh, I'll undo that. Got my eraser on there, not my pen. Chuck it in there. Are, are we in the reward zone or are we in the risk zone? Team, gang, let me know. Let me know where you where, where you think we are. Um, morning, uh, Facebook user. Yeah, sometimes it pops up if you're in one of the groups, team, um, in the, one of the private groups. Doesn't show your name, which is a bit of a bummer in the chat system or sequence, but uh, that's cool. But um, so firmly, right now, firmly, firmly, we are in the reward zone. And the reward zone uh, often for a lot of investors is a lot of fun, uh, which is perfect. You know, happy days. We are getting things like uh, equity increases. Our values are going up. We're feeling warm and fuzzy. We felt like we've made a good decision. The market's reinforcing our behavior uh, or our decisions. And, uh, you know, we're rolling along the reward zone. The challenge for many of us right now is to make sure we understand that the reward zone uh, is not the only experience we're going to have as property investors, okay? Now, what can we do in the reward zone? You and I have talked about this before. The market's growing. Everyone's uh, a bit heady and high when it comes to the values and the prices and they think they're going to miss out and all those sorts of things. What should we be doing as property investors? How should we be approaching this as we as we roll along? Good morning, Simon and Fiona. Hey, Fiona um, and Sonia. Good to see you guys here. Thanks for joining us. Reward zone. What should we be doing? Right. As our properties grow in value, we should be uh, locking in access to our equity. Equity lock, I call it. Uh, these days, it's a little trickier, but there is absolutely ways to lock in your equity and have what's called, and we talked about this the other day, remember, liquidity, access to the capital and cash that you require to continue to move forward, to continue to purchase. There's no um, uh, there's no real immediate value in your property values going up in value and you don't use that money. Okay, if especially if you're in the acquisition phase, team, you, we've talked about this before. The reward zone. If your property value goes up a hundred thousand dollars, or two hundred thousand dollars, or fifty thousand dollars, you should be connecting and talking with your bank and your lender and your finance specialist to continue to move up your lending capacity to have access to the maximum amount of money available in that property. Okay equity lock, we need to make sure we understand what that means. In here, we need to make sure our cash flow and our tax deductions are being uh, being claimed and our cash flow is high so we can build up our buffer. And we talked about this yesterday, build the buffer up, okay? Access to equity team, make sure your cash flow and your costs and your, and your numbers are good and get tax deductions. Now, like I, I speak to Lots and lots and lots of investors. Uh, and I hear some of these things all the time. Now, um, this is one of the most dangerous things. Oh, you know what? Who cares if the property's a bit negative cash flow? The prices are going up like crazy, right? Okay, dangerous. Hang on. That's what I call a stupid comment. Team gang, you have to care. 
because I can tell you when the property's not going up in value, you'll turn around and look at that property and go, oh, oh, the property's negative cash flow. Oh, you know, it's terrible, all right? And that, for me, team, is what I call a good time Charlie, all right? You've purchased the property for the wrong reason. Now, don't get me wrong. I love a good capital growth spurt. Like, there's nothing... There's nothing wrong with going, yeah, beautiful. My property's gone up 100, 200, 500 grand. You beauty, I'm, I'm happy about that. However, the challenge comes not in the reward zone, um, but in the risk zone, okay? And I want to talk about that. So stick with me because the risk zone is where all the challenges happens and where all of this hard work, all of this value you may have created in the in the reward zone maybe your timing was good maybe you just started last year maybe you said you know um you listened to one of our conversations on wealth coffee chats and you said yeah jason makes sense the world's not going to end um even though it's a bit stressful at the moment there's some really good reasons to buy investment property let's get on with it and you know you've had an uplift maybe that's where you're at but the next part we're going to have a bit of a chat about I think everyone needs to understand seriously if you're going to be a long-term property investor and go the distance when it comes to risk and reward. Jay, just ask a question. Is there an expiry date for equity lock from the from your property? No, uh, Jay, uh, there's not. I, I just call equity lock as a fancy name. Basically, it's, it's, it's um, uh, in, increasing the loan amount that you have. You might split that loan. You might keep 400 grand as as one loan and then you might add another $100,000 loan on there so you've got two loans on the same property. Um, so, no, there's no expiry date. Um, and, yes, it does affect your serviceability. However, that money is ready to be used anyway. So it's like it's it's not uh, a negative uh, in your total borrowing per se. So let's talk about the risk zone. The risk zone, gang. Let's talk about what happens. Right. Are you guys ready? Are you guys ready for when your property was worth 800 and now uh, a valuer says it's only worth 750? Are you ready for that? Or a real estate agent says, um, oh, yeah, no, the heat's gone out of the market, mate. Um, yeah, nobody's paying eight hundred anymore. That was that was ludicrous, and they were all paying over the price. Are you ready for that, right? Because here's the drill: what makes a good property investor who goes the distance, team, over this period? Okay, we're talking sort of fifteen or twenty years. You are going to have at least two to three times, two to three times, this is going to happen. That's a guarantee, maybe even a few more. You're also going to have two to three times, this is going to happen. That's a guarantee too. You're going to get some upswing. You're going to get some downswing. The net result, 90% of the time when you've chosen a good property in a good location with a good tenant and you have structured yourself well with your cash flow is that you get to benefit upside more than the downside movements. But here's where I've seen so many people come unstuck. Because you didn't think the good times would finish, 
And over here, now your on paper value has adjusted in a negative sense from what you thought, uh, again, another paper comment over here to another paper comment over here, you now start to lose your mind. You start to doubt, oh, is this property investing thing any good? And maybe this takes, maybe what happens, gang, maybe this is, that happens over a three to five year period. We have the this upswing, you know, over over a short period. Let's say this happens for, you know, one to three years and this down and then flat has happens for three to five. And then what happens is you're sitting there, you're like, oh, you know, back in the good old days when it rose in value, these properties aren't doing anything. I've heard it so many times. I've got so many clients who bought properties in Brisbane and because Brisbane's been um, a little bit flat, the last couple of years have been excellent and they're like, oh, you know, it didn't go up in value. I'm like, how, how long have you owned the property? Oh, you know, five years. So we've got another 10 years to go. How are you rolling? What did When you bought the property, is it like, oh, I'm only going to buy this and keep it if, one, it goes up every year um, and, uh, and, and it goes up straight away? No. You guys know this. This is not a get-rich-quick scheme. Team, gang, this is not. This is 10 to 15-year plan, and you have to see it through. All right? Sonia's onto it. Sonia, absolutely. I prefer, team, I prefer to be buying in the dip time. Sonia said, yeah, like, but, you know, that dip's a great time to buy. You are absolutely right, Sonia. And if you've got your equity locked in, team, if you've got your equity locked in, and on the, on the slide side, you can be buying. What happens in those times is your ability to buy place and position, location becomes actually better. And with um, Sam talks about this all the time. Sonia's right. You then, you've got your equity locked in. You've got your fortitude. You've got your understanding that this is a 10 to 15-year investment cycle. Um, Nick's on it too. Cash out your equity during the uptimes and buy during the adjustments or downtimes because the uneducated, the fear-based investor, the good time Charlie, who should really just be at the racetrack or the casino, not messing with real estate, what happens here? They lose faith. They have an emotional issue. They 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 don't how uh, don't know how to mentally approach and consider what's going on in the market. Is this normal? Yes, it's normal. Team gang, what is absolutely normal is when markets run and fear uh, of missing out push them up higher than they should be. They correct. And in real estate, that can be anywhere from 1% to, on average, about 10%. So if you bought something for 800 and the timing of that purchase was at the peak of the market, your property could quite conceivably adjust to a value of 700 It could. Now, does that mean it's a bad property? No, not at all. Because in 15 years' time, that'll be worth $1.4 Don't stress about it, gang. This is just the game we play. What I would prefer you to do is understand how to buy in a booming market, not just be caught up with all the good time Charlies. If you're out there 
competing at auctions, buying off realestate.com, right, you're going to pay the top price. That's why you're in our mentoring program. That's why you've got access to off-market opportunities. That's why you work with professionals who are in the know every day. You want to you wanna go run with all of the, the, the lemmings on realestate.com and compete and overpay? No, you don't. You don't, okay? And you want to listen to a real estate agent who has no idea about investing and all their job is to, is to uh, think you got, like, condition you to miss out and pay more than you should? No, you don't. That's why our mentoring and coaching program is so valuable for investors and that support long term. So, team, you have to check in. You know, how are you going to handle this emotionally, mentally, and financially? Because, uh, finally, financially. Financially. Because if you thought the good times would never end and you maxed out your buffers and you took all the cash out and you went for it and you're like, oh, I should, you know, I should buy five, you know, then what happens when it adjusts, you're terrified, you run away, you sell, you sell for a loss, et cetera, et cetera. Everyone following along? Hopefully it's making sense when it comes to this risk and reward zone. This is the risk zone. And the risk is not our value going down. Our risk is your mental and emotional capacity to handle a, an adjustment a flat time in real estate investing, okay? Because then you start second guessing. Oh, did I get ripped off? Oh, did I make a bad choice? Oh, maybe um, maybe this is wrong. Oh, it's never going to work. That's what happens. That's the poison, gang. That's the poison. So my shout out to everyone today is understand what's going to happen. It's very normal. Ups and downs. Understand how to manage them. And a bunch of you guys were talking about it. It's a great time to buy. Lock in your equity. Be sharp. Keep a little bit up up your sleeve. Have access to to money so you don't get un, don't get squeezed in a little bit of an adjustment time um, as you're going. Fiona asked, "What about upgrading your home if you're buying and selling in the same market?" Perfectly fine, Fiona. Um, I'm a big fan of the PPR upgrade strategy. I think I did probably three or four days ago, maybe even last week. I did a a morning coffee chat on that one. Perfect timing if you can sell uh, a property. Now, what happens in, in the good times, in the reward times, you can sometimes sell a property for more than it's normally worth. And uh, if you do well, um, you can go up a price point. Okay. And what happens as you jump up price points at certain times, there's less competition gain. Okay, so, you know, maybe you're going to go from a million-dollar house to a $2 million house. Maybe you're going to go from a $2 million house to a $4 million house. I love that idea because, remember, team, your principal place of residence is capital gains tax-free and it should be part of your wealth strategy in the future. So big tick in the box for that one, Fiona. As long as it is part of the plan and the strategy, perfectly fine. I love it. Um. So hopefully that makes sense, team, the risk and reward zone. The reward zone sadly makes most inexperienced new investors actually pretty stupid. And um, 
and not very resilient because they think that this is all there is and there's not. So enjoy the reward zone. Do the right things. Lock your equity in. Uh, away you go. And there's been a few questions about locking in equity. Um, so team, if you've got a great finance specialist, then that finance specialist will assist you in locking in your equity. Different lenders have different rules around getting access to it. And uh, in the mentoring program, in our coaching and mentoring program, if you're in the coaching and mentoring program, we do um, we do specific coaching around that with our teams. So um, obviously, um, yeah, you've got to make sure it's not cross-collateralized and so on. So um, good questions, gang. Uh, reach out to your lending specialist. And if you don't have a good one, let me know. Um, that's what we do. We can help you out with that sort of stuff uh, also. So um, I think that's it from me, gang. Wealth Coffee Chat done. Risk and reward. Enjoy the reward times, but remember, we've got to be prepared for the risk times. Team, gang, be prepared for the risk times. It doesn't mean that we're negative people. It just means we're realistic. There's good times and there's not so good times. You've got to weather the not so good times to get on the other side of this thing for wealth. You have three upsides in the next 15 to 20 years in your property portfolio. Make the most of them, gang. All right? If we go the distance, that's when you win. You win what you want to win. All right? All right, gang. That's it. I'll leave it there. Uh, Wealth Coffee Chat done. Give us a shout out if you need any help uh, anytime. Always happy to have a bit of a yarn and connect with your coach if you need something, if you're in the mentoring program. That's it. I better go. I'm just going to wrap it on now. <laughs> you guys are awesome. Join me tomorrow around about the same time for another Wealth Coffee Chat. Bye, team.